0: So welcome to Earning the Push. This is a different sort of show this week. It is recorded because I'm off on my holidays, but we wanted to keep churning out the content. So Charlie and I thought, well, what can we talk about that won't date, that won't age, that will fill the Earning the Push-shaped hole in your lives? And suddenly it hit me like a bolt of lightning. We need to say goodbye to an old friend who is on its way out, who is changing like the seasons. NXT is no more as we know it. We don't know what the changes will be, but it seemed an appropriate topic to look at, the impact of NXT on professional wrestling in the era we had from the first arrival on Taker on the network uh, through to where we are now. Uh, Charlie, nothing quite like it. It did change the business. Hugely,
1: and I think I've written down here, NXT, when I discovered it, changed changed how I'm a fan of wrestling, it genuinely changed my fandom because I'd only ever watched WWE that is, that is all my wrestling experience ever been brought back now and as great as that is I don't think i realised that NXT came along That it's only one way wrestling can be presented and NXT was more like an indie show, more like what pure wrestling is and it, it, it showed me that there's a different type of wrestling, showed me that there is wrestling that isn't quote unquote sports entertainment and that's what I love most about wrestling, it helped me understand what it is going into this part of my life helped me understand what i love about wrestling and i'd never seen anything like it i remember i wasn't too aware of it and then it was actually Paolo Dogwood, dog who plays for wasps now who's a friend of mine we were at leicester together he's, he was probably a bigger wrestling fan than me at the point he was like mate are you watching nxt and i was like no i see bits but no he's like honestly you've got your network screen just just give it a go and best one of the best things anyone's ever done for me because I don't know if at points in the last five years, I would have stuck with WWE, having for NXT. I generally don't know if I would have stuck it out. NXT has been what has dragged me through at times.
0: It was so surreal to see WWE have not a competitor, not something that they were trying to, to push down, but this little indie thing. It was like a little gift they would give you and say, hey, look, if you like wrestling, here's this little treat for you on the network. And we can't underestimate how much talent came through NXT. They may not have gone on to great things on the main roster. Some of them have. But the roster they built on NXT was second to none. Incredible. And
1: probably almost the issue NXT had is it became a place where everyone wanted to go. So it went from being a place that WWE brought through their own homegrown to where the best of the indies wanted to go. That, that It was like... A super indie show wasn't it because it had the backing of the juggernaut that is WWE so they almost made their own issue there with it but it's just been it's been just the best and god the fun I had compiling this list of my favorite matches and moments NXT and there'll be loads I've of left off but we said it on last week's episode we've said it on the last few weeks episodes take, I don't think a takeover has ever missed I don't think they've ever hit missed the mark and you're always worried that the next takeover will be the one that isn't very good but and yeah, sure, there have been a few matches that aren't quite as great on TakeOvers, but as a whole show, I don't think they've ever had what you'd call a bad show as a TakeOver. And we've had, is it 36 of them we've had? That's a hell of a run.
0: Yeah, it really has been. Uh, you're our resident NXT guy, so I'm going to defer to you on the matches, and we'll go to some of those matches in, in in a moment or two. But I would like to talk just about some of the things they did to change wrestling, because we can take it for granted would I be wrong to say that NXT's biggest contribution to the wrestling scene was what it did for women's wrestling?
1: Oh, no, absolutely. It, it changed the game of women's wrestling with, with no shadow of a doubt. The, the four horsewomen were born in NXT, and their rivalry coming through and then onto the main roster, they, they, they changed it all because NXT showed that when you let these women just wrestle, when you treat them the same as the men, when you give them the same builds, when you give them the same time in the ring, when you hype their matches the same way you would a men's match, that they deliver the same way and better than your male superstars can. And then finally, that, that did transition to the main roster. You look at who's been involved in the biggest moments on the main roster for women's wrestling, and they've all come through NXT. They all have. And it's not just the four horsemen. Yes, I know Asuka was a huge star in Japan, but her introduction to American wrestling was NXT. It's the likes of Alexa Bliss. It's the likes of Ember Moon. It's these, it's these people who, without NXT, I don't think they would have ever had a chance to show an American audience, to show the mainstream audience what they could do, because the main roster wouldn't have afforded them the chance. So, yes, it's the four horse women, but it's so much more than that as well.
0: It also would be Paige, who started things off. Yes. And, and, Paige, and Emma. Was all, Paige and Emma were almost six months too soon they they were the ones without Paige and emma knocking down that door and i suppose we should throw natalia into that as well because she was doing bits on nxt when she was there wrestling charlotte flair with rick in one corner brett in the other there wouldn't have been the space for the four horsewomen to go into and i would also like to say for women's wrestling it wasn't just wrestling it was renee young at the commentary Mm. desk and then latterly beth phoenix at the commentary desk NXT gave a place for women, not just to be backstage interviewers, but analysts. And there's no better analyst in the game at the moment, in my opinion, than Beth Phoenix. And NXT gave women the prominence to sit at the desk and say, off you go, call this match for us.
1: I don't think it's too much said without women's what nxt did for women's wrestling we wouldn't have women's hell in a cell we wouldn't have women's money in the bank we wouldn't have the women's world rumble we would not have three women main event in wrestlemania these things would not happen so i think i think that's the main thing you can say is that without what nxt did for women's wrestling we would not have the women's revolution evolution whatever they whatever name they gave it in the end but we wouldn't have had the natural progression of women's wrestling and God, how happy are we do? Because some of my favorite matches in the last few years are some of the women's matches. What what they do in the ring is just incredible. We wouldn't have the man. You wouldn't have Becky Lynch. You wouldn't have one of the hottest things in wrestling in the last three years.
0: The other thing you wouldn't have is what we don't know about yet. That sounds a really daft thing to say, but let me explain it. We don't know who was growing up at 11 or 12 watching that WrestleMania triple threat main event between Rousey, Flair and Lynch and who might be coming down the pipe? We heard so many people say they are inspired by Trish and Lita growing up, and Ivory and Jacqueline, the women who will have been inspired by those NXT girls going up to the main roster, those women smashing it. We don't know how big that legacy will be yet.
1: No, and you see, even like you almost can't kind see, of like Bianca Belair transitioned to wrestling because of what she was seeing five years ago. So actually it's already kind of happening. So it's so exciting What the next 10, 15 years, like you say, we don't know what great female athletes who may have gone to athletics or gymnastics or something are actually going to go, no, I'm going to wrestle because I can and I want to. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's brilliant.
0: The other legacy I think NXT has is breaking wrestling conventions in terms of what we think we know. And I'll give you an example. We all think we know that when the little graphic comes up in the bottom corner of the pay-per-view, oh, it's done. We can switch it off now. We didn't see Champa turning on Gargano at the end of that. Little things like that that now we know to stay watching for. NXT was an innovator of doing that. I remember watching
1: that show live, NXT TakeOver Chicago in 2017, watching it. I was watching it on, on my iPad in bed. I remember because everyone... Everyone was sure he was turning on him, weren't they? Everyone was. And they they faced the author to pay in a ladder match in the main event and they lost. And Champa threw himself in the way for Cole to uh, not for Cole, for Gargano, to save him from that ladder. And you're like, they walk up the ramp and they're doing, And then the graphics, I was like, oh, they're not splitting up. And I was so happy because I loved DIY. I thought they were great. And then he did it. And I was like, no, no. That's not what happens. The graphic comes up and we can turn off. Things like that are amazing.
0: It was just, oh, I'm going to miss NXT. The biggest legacy I think NXT has, and I stand by this, that the biggest legacy that NXT has is AEW. Because yeah. AEW saw what NXT was doing, and to a degree saw what Ring of Honor was doing, sold out all in, and off they went. And AEW took that NXT audience and said, hey, all those things you're doing, we think we might be able to do it a little bit better. And I think putting NXT up against AEW really exploited that. It was so unnecessary to do that because you could have had two really cool brands, but NXT was sort of sacrificed inadvertently to AEW because you took the most AEW-like product uh, WWE had. I'll get there. They put it up against AEW and it was found a little bit lacking and it didn't need to happen. I tell you,
1: Before we move on as well, I think that's so true. The biggest thing I can't believe they never did was they never did an NXT invasion of the main roster properly. And I'm always shocked by that because that story writes itself because you get Triple H versus Vince at the top of it. And they did it, didn't they, slightly when there was the travel issues with Saudi Arabia and they had to off the cuff on that SmackDown, NXT invaded because they had to because they had no one else in America. And it was brilliant. And then that built to that Survivor Series where they threw NXT in there and it was just great and i don't know how especially with war games and that sort of how do they never do a main roster versus NXT properly i do i don't get that it just it seems to write itself that one
0: and also you mentioned war games we talk about what NXT did for, for wrestling traditions the, the dusty cup and and you know the, the tag tournament honoring tag wrestling bringing back war games um you, you could tell that there was a love of wrestling that we all felt as well and I don't know what comes next, nor nor do you. But it does make me sad that we couldn't stay with it as it is. Who knows? It, it may be better. What are some of your favourite memories of the yellow and black brand?
1: So I'm running through some of my favourite matches, and I'm going to run through my favourite takeover because my favourite takeover. I think I said before on the podcast for me is what a wrestling show is. It's perfection. So the ones that jump to mind straight away is the whole the whole Gargano and Champer feud because they. Were- kind of know one at the Cruiserweight Classic and they made a story for themselves and then for the next five years they were the best thing in wrestling Gargano and Champa. and fight forever gets thrown around a lot but yeah fight forever because you two are brilliant so obviously and I'll get to New Orleans later but their first one their, their big trilogy was their unsanctioned match at New Orleans and they went to their Chicago the Street Fighters takeover Chicago 2 and their last man standing match at Brooklyn 4. I know they had their match in the pandemic as well. It was ended the blow-up. It didn't really work. It wasn't in front of a crowd. So I kind of forget that happened if I'm honest. I kind of go, nope, that didn't happen. Balgano and Champa, I've waxed lyrical the about them many times on this on this podcast. And I will for the future. They are just that feud was just everything. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura at TakeOver Dallas. That's a way to debut someone. That was just if you haven't seen that match. Because if if you only know main roster Shinsuke Nakamura, go and watch NXT Shinsuke Nakamura because they are chalk and cheese. He is you know, that and Sami Zayn because it was the passing of the torch as well. Sami went to the main roster the next night. If you haven't seen NXT Sami Zayn, go and watch NXT Sami Zayn. Basically, if any of the guys on the main roster who are NXT and you haven't seen them in NXT, go and watch them in NXT because I guarantee you they'll be better. Before they split, DIY as a tag team, them versus the revival. At Toronto, the two out of three falls match is oh. just, ugh. It's just, it's just, it's tag team wrestling at its absolute best. absolute best, only rivaled by when you throw the author authors of Payne in there in the elimination match in Orlando. When, when, it makes me smile so much. I go and watch it tonight, just this moment. When DIY and the author of Payne, who have been feuding for six months, end up doing their tag team finishes, but with each other. So when one of the Revival and one of DIY hit the running knees, and when one of DIY and one of the Revival hit the shatter machine on ultimate, because t- 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 they know they've got this huge monster phone, they've got to work together to put it. It's just storytelling. They've got to work together to put them away. And they get in there, and then one of the Revival tries to take out DIY, and it all falls apart. And, of course, you're also paying leave as the champion because they couldn't work together. Ah, oh, just perfection. All of Asuka's title reign. Yeah, all of it, the whole 500 whatever days it was, and how she couldn't be beaten, and she had to just re- retire the belt. She had to say, "I'm going to the main roster. No one can beat me here. I'm off." Again, if you haven't seen NXT Asuka, go and watch NXT Asuka. She's amazing. I could have picked any of Bailey versus Sasha, any of it, but there, I respect, take over respect. In that, that was the huge game changer because that went. We're giving women. A stipulation that we've only ever afforded men before. And oh, look, they've probably given us the best Iron Man match since Kurt and Brock on SmackDown. Probably. Yep, I'd agree with They're that. Good. So that's the best one in 12 years or so. And yeah, so they, oh, look, girls can do this wrestling when we let them. That was kind of what that was. Um, and then one that I think flies on the radar and it gets forgotten l- about a little bit because of what happened at the end of the um, takeover, which you just spoke about, it was the first Chicago takeover. Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne for the UK title with Jim Ross on commentary. Oh, that is a match. That is a wrestling match. And I love, we spoke about it recently because of Walter. I love what the NXT UK title has become. And it seems like it's staying because they've just put it on Dragunov, who's not a big stereotypical American wrestler. I love that in Walter's reign, Champa wanted a shot at it. And these established NXT guys wanted a shot at it. When I'm going to get on to take over New Leans in a second. But I haven't mentioned my favourites. I haven't mentioned Andrade. I haven't mentioned Alistair Black. I haven't mentioned Ricochet in NXT. I haven't mentioned Adam Cole yet or any of the Undisputed Era. There was just so much great stuff. When you go way back, it was the start of Seth Rollins. Big E started with his five count. Big E was so dominant, he used to count people out for five rather than three when he was pinning them. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, their feud in WWE started in NXT. And when, when Kevin Owens turned on at the end of that title match, Go back and watch Adrian Neville. Go back and watch these early days NXT because it was. Just, I didn't watch that live. I've gone back and watched it, and even now you get the feeling of something special starting here. It's it's just brilliant. But if I'm ever having a bad day and I have a few hours to spare, I will put on and watch from start to finish the main card of NXT Takeover New Orleans. I watched that live on the Saturday night of WrestleMania Thirty Three weekend. I remember sitting there for half an hour after just buzzing because I, I remember saying, I watched it with the lad I was at Gloucester with, I said, I think we've just seen wrestling perfection. And I, every time I go back, it doesn't, it doesn't disappoint. So I'll read through the card for anyone who has, and if you haven't seen it, please go and watch it. Please, because you'll, you'll love it. It starts with the first ever North American title match. They introduced the title of that, that paper. It's a ladder match between Adam Cole, EC3... Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream. And it's just incredible. It's everything a ladder match should be. And then to goes to Shayna v- Baszler versus Ember Moon. Again, if you ain't seen NXT Shayna Baszler, go and see NXT Shayna Baszler. She doesn't mess about. Then Adam Cole pulls double duty in the tag team match. It's Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. They were mates back then. So, just be it's Beira. It's the awesome pain versus Body Strong and Pete Dunne. And it looks like Strong and Dunn are about to win. And then Roddy Strong turns and he joins the Undisputed Era. They've been trying to get him to join for months. And he does it in the middle of the match. He stomps on Pete Dunn and he pulls the Undisputed Era ar- and armband on. It's just, it's a little bit of main roster switch and flip turn at the end. And oh, it's just, it's brilliant. You then have Aleister Black versus Andrade for the NXT title. Like, if AEW don't run that feud back, if they don't have Malik Black versus Andrade Lidlow, they're being fooled, because that was a great one. And then we got... We've been building to it for over... Because the best thing that happened to the gargano Champa feud was he got... Ciampa got injured the night they turned, and he had to go away for six months. And Johnny went away, and he was after the titles, and then Champa came back and screwed him. And they have an unsanctioned match as the main event... And it is brutal. It's brutal. And they do it properly. Like the ref, little things like the ref, isn't wearing a WWE match shirt because it's unsanctioned. He's only there. They have to ask him to be there. He's there just to count three. Just all the little bits, they get so right. And yeah, it just, I'm going to have to go and watch it probably this week now after I've said that. So I can't today, I'm too busy. But at some point this week, I have to watch it. It's just, it's just so exciting. I, I love NXT. I absolutely love what NXT has been. I hope it stays in some way what it is. I don't think it's going to. Yeah, it's. It, I, I could talk all day.
0: Luckily, if you subscribe to the WWE Network, and I can't imagine anyone listening to this doesn't, you will still have all those shows sitting in the back catalogue for you to watch. Uh, some of the best wrestling we've been treated to ever. I think just ever. And it was a really special time for wrestling. Um, Charlie, thank you for joining us for this special episode. Looking back at NXT. I, I, thank I say thank you for joining us. Cause I bet you could have, you could have given this a miss cause you love NXT so much. I didn't want to be too emotional. Um, no,
1: it, it, it's fine. It's been nice. look back. before we go though, where, where are you? As this goes out, you're on holiday.
0: Where is Jack Merlin? Uh, I'm going to be on a sunbed in Corfu. That is where oh, I'm going to be. So, oh. uh, that, that, that's why this is... If, if you're wondering why we're not... Look, we don't know what's happened in Dynamite this week or Raw. Um, they could have rebooted NXT and this could all be for naught. Hulk Hogan's joined AEW. <laughs> what? No one saw that coming. Look, I, I'll tell you this: if Hulk Hogan joins AEW, I will get on the blower from <laughs> Corfu, and we will do a special unedited. We'll start it recording, we'll publish it. There'll be no production around it. Um, but yes, this is a, a special sort of bottle show because we wanted to give you a, a show this week. Uh, we'll, well, you've got some time off in the future, so we'll be doing this for you as well. We'll have to think of a topic for you in the future.
1: Yeah, we will. We will. I'm off to um, I'm off to Budapest in November, so we'll have to sort something for that week, won't we?
0: Oh, my God. We'll never get you back from Budapest. We we might. We might. Is it a stag?
1: No, it's not. It's me and my better half girl, my best mate and his. So as long as the two girls keep us under some sort of... As long as we don't get too much time alone, me and my mate will be all right, I think. If we get some time alone, it might be, well, Budapest has them now.
0: Okay, well, look, uh, thank you for joining us for this special episode. Normal service resumes next week. We will be doing fantasy booking, a look at AEW, WWE, all of that jazz. Uh, but as usual, check out the back catalogue if you haven't got enough of your earning the push fix. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe where you get your podcast from. And tell a mate about what we do here. Thank you for listening to a special tribute to NXT from myself, Jack Murley. And on behalf of Charlie, we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.